Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey, before the show starts, I want to preface preface this episode with a quick little FYI. In this episode, I'm going to give you some real life life coaching for weight loss. You may actually want to take notes on this episode and maybe even do some of the things that I share in this particular um, episode of the podcast. A lot of the things that I share with you are things that I I leverage and I do and I talk about all the time with my personal one-on-one clients and the women in my thinner circle. And here's the thing, a lot of what I'm sharing with you worked for me and they might just work for you too. So Oh, you know what? Real quick, if you're a VIP client or one of the women in the thinner circle, let me know if you heard this episode and if it helped you. All right, on to the show. Hey, you, and welcome back to the podcast. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what you're thinking and what you're saying on your way to weight loss. Because, you know, when I was stuck living in this world, and as a result, walking around in my fat pants, when I was doing that, I used to hear all the new agers saying things to me like, you know, um, be careful what you think because your thoughts have power. Be careful what you say because your world, your words have power. And you know what? It just never worked for me. And I know it never worked for me because it just, it wasn't true in the context or from the context rather that they were saying it. It was all about the universe, blah, blah, blah. You get what I'm saying. But now that I see exactly where they were pulling it from, and I don't mean now as if, you know, like I just now read the Bible, but I'm expressing this now in this particular episode of the podcast. Now I see where the new age movement and all the things get, you know, their get their ideas from. I mean, everything they're stealing from the Bible, but they're just not giving any glory to God. So that's what we're going to chat about today is what we're thinking and what we're saying and how that affects us even in weight loss. So I want you, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you this question. How much easier would your life be if you could live it in reverse, right? <laughs> like you'd have all the answers to all the tests, right? Like you would just, you would know, oh, okay, uh, my house isn't selling. Hmm. Well, it's going to sell on the 4th of January. So I just need to be patient. Like you could just have faith because you have all the answers. I mean, wouldn't you agree that that would be so much easier? But here's the thing, girl, as a Christian, we have the ability to do that in some respects on our weight loss journey even and if it's like it's like if we would just heed the message of God's word if we would just put our faith completely in him and his promises and seek him and turn off the world enough so that we could listen to what he's telling us we would see that we have everything we need to move forward in confidence and our weight loss is not exempt i mean I want to turn your attention now to the Old Testament and everything you read about in Exodus and Numbers with regard to what the Israelites were being taken through. 
If we would heed the message of the Israelites and apply their lessons to our life in all regards, but even most specifically to weight loss, we would feel like we have the assurance and confidence to step out boldly in the direction that we need to go in order to be released from the house of bondage that is our fat pants. So let me just think about how I want to set this up. The people of Israel, as you read through the Bible, you know, Old Testament, as you're looking through Exodus and Numbers, the people of Israel, they didn't seem to notice what God was doing for them, right? Like as you read it, they didn't know that they were, you know, they had no way to truly, and and I don't know how they didn't know what God was doing because girl, God was with them. I mean, (laughs) you know, they had the tabernacle and they had Moses and you are the tabernacle. You have the temple, you have the Holy Spirit. You have, we're, we're no different from them, but they didn't seem to notice what God was doing for them. I mean, they didn't seem to notice that he was setting them free per per his promises, that he was making them a great nation, that he was giving them the new land. They had all the doubt and the fear and all of the discomfort. And that's really what they felt and what they lived by. They couldn't see what he was doing because they were so wrapped up in what he wasn't doing for them. Okay, I hope this makes sense. They could think of almost, I'm going to take this to the food level. They could almost, they couldn't think of anything but the delicious food that they had left behind in Egypt. And you know, girl, this is biblical. So go back to Numbers 11 if you want to see this. But literally, they're they're just like us. Like you start a new weight loss program. And all you can think about is how you're sitting at the restaurant and you just ordered yourself a salad with a side of lemon because you're being tortured to lose this belly fat already. And your husband had the gall to just order lasagna. And all you can think about is that lasagna. You and I were just like those Israelites. They could think of nothing but the delicious food that they had back in Egypt when they were captive. We're not, we're just like them. They could think of nothing else. And as a result, here's the, here's the, here's the point for this today. As a result, their words and their actions reflected their thoughts. They couldn't stop thinking about the Egyptian food, the food they had, the luxurious food they had back when they were held captive. You and I are the same. We can't stop thinking about the food that we had back when we were held captive. And that's how we got stuck in our fat fat pants. In the Seekers Method and in my one-on-one coaching and in the Thinner Circle and VIP, all the things, I teach some basic core fundamental life coaching principles. I teach how our actions, what we do, our decisions are all a result of what we're thinking. And we can see this play out when we read Exodus and Numbers and we see how the Israelites complain and as a result, how it affected them and how it affected those around them. And even, and you know, even how God felt about their complaints, despite everything he was doing for them. So let's unpack this for a sec for you so that you can get free of your thoughts, the things that you're thinking about your food that you're not really spending any time acknowledging. Here are a few questions for you. 
what do you complain about the most on your weight loss journey? Think about, you know, like what you complained about so far this week, what you've been thinking about. What has your attention? You know, when it gets hard or when it's that time of the month, what are you thinking about? What are you actually vocalizing and verbalizing and complaining about the most on your weight loss journey? Are you thinking about how you wish it would be easier or how you wish the food would taste better or just how sometimes you don't quite have that feeling of sadie, that fullness that you once had after eating a bowl of spaghetti? Or are you thinking about how easy it was when you had your old habits or how much joy food brought you or the cravings that you still have or maybe even like this is something we don't talk a lot about the social components of food like fitting in you know going out with the girls and having wine or going out with your family for Cinco de Mayo and having the big margarita and the chips and salsa you know what are you complaining and thinking about the most on your weight loss journey now, I hope you'll hang tight while I go to this quick commercial break. And when I come back, girl, I have got some amazing things for you that could quite possibly be the key to your house of bondage. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hi, my name is Landon. This episode of My Mommy's Podcast is sponsored by The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss. It's the group coaching program that God gave to her to lose her weight. If you would like to join, go to SherryCapilla.com to get on the emailing list so you can sign up to the next time she opens enrollment. Meet, which is soon. Okay, I need to get back to my Legos now. Now back to the show. Bye. All right, welcome back. The next thing I want to talk to you about a little bit is gratitude. Because we don't talk about this, you know, a lot in, well, certainly not on my podcast, um, with our weight loss. Uh, yeah, I get it. We're grateful. We have so many things that we're grateful to God for doing in our lives, girl. Oh, you know it. I mean, you can think about everything surrounding you and just your heart could explode with the gratitude. But are you grateful for what God has given you or are you always thinking about are, are you always thinking about what you don't have? Your lack mentality with regard to weight loss, like not being able to eat the bread or you know what I mean? I want you to be really honest with yourself. Can you see yourself in the Israelites story? And I would encourage you, if it's been a minute since you've read Exodus and Numbers or you've read the Bible all the way through, I would encourage you to go back and revisit and see how much you can relate to the Israelites with regard to your weight loss journey because the parallels are crazy. Just see if you can see yourself in the Israelite story where you might be longing for the land of the old despite how it kept you a slave because that's exactly what they went through. God was there giving them all of the things, but yet they were so bitter and ungrateful and they did. it was no secret. 
right? You know, so I'd encourage you to go back. But so what we've uncovered so far is what are you complaining about? Ask yourself, get real with that. What am I complaining about the most on my weight loss journey? Is it my habits, the easy button, flavor, fullness, cravings? And what am I grateful for that ha- that God has given me? And am I constantly being focused instead on what I don't have? The third point I want to bring to your attention is, you know, God was setting the Israelites free, making them a great nation and giving them a new land. And, you know, perhaps if the Israelites knew what was, you know, that all, that's what he was doing and that this was, you know, ahead of them, they would have they would have complied a bit more and maybe even complained less. I mean, don't you agree if they kind of, if God said, listen, we're going to do this. It's going to be 11 days. It's going to be hard. Just push through. I guarantee on the other side, the sea will be parted. You know, you're going to be able to walk through things just when you feel the doubt, you know, keep pushing through. When you feel like you miss the food, just eat the food, suffer through it a little bit. On the other side of your suffering, suffering is going to be tremendous blessing. If he'd said that to them short and sweet and to the point, they probably would have been like, all right, let's go. But they didn't know all of that, right? So you and I, we need to accept these truths to us, to ourselves, and apply it to us on weight loss. I mean, God is basically saying to you, you know, if you have 20 pounds to lose, just seek him every day. Fill your cup first with him. Put your faith completely in him and what he can do for you and through you and with you. But understand that it's going to be hard. And you're going to want to complain and you're going to want the lasagna and you're going to want the easy button and you're going to want flavor and fullness and all of those things. But to be careful what you're saying and how you're saying and what you're thinking and take those thoughts captive. Because on this journey, God needs you to not only go through it to, to arrive at your promised land, but he needs you to grow through this. I mean, if God was setting the Israelites free and making them a great nation and giving them the new land, perhaps had they really just saw that ahead of time? Oh, goodness. I couldn't hear what you said. Oh, thank you, Siri. I'm not needing you. <laughs> if they had just known that, they would have complied a bit more and maybe complained a little bit less. So this question is for you. What could be what could God be doing to you on your journey right now? What in what ways could he be setting you free from slavery as he destines you toward and in the direction of your promised land? Do you see how this revelation and application might kind of, you know, just require a little bit more effort and that you should, you know, a little bit more effort, excuse me, on your part, but even a little hardship, like, like you need to expect a little bit of hardship through these transitions and through these changes, because God is strengthening your leg muscles. He's strengthening your, your fortitude. He's helping you to be stronger in the face of temptation. He's not going to remove that temptation around you that lasagna is not going away girl he needs you to be made stronger to live in this world where temptation is going to be a constant i mean he was making the israelites 
a great nation. What could he be doing in your life that parallels this? Maybe making you into a great witness for his kingdom, making your testimony even truly more powerful. I say this all the time in the podcast. People are watching you. They know that you're seeking God and not a number on the scale. You are, they're totally suspicious of what you're up to. Think about this. He was giving the Israelites a new land. So let me ask you this question. You know, if you read these scriptures, Exodus, Numbers, all of it, you know that they perpetually complained. So would your complaining thoughts change if you kept your eyes on how God is trying to renew your health and restore it by making you healthy so that weight loss could actually happen? Like if God sat you down right now and he said, listen, beautiful, I'm going to take you on a journey. You need to lose this much weight. It's going to take this long, you know, whether it's a year or six months or it could just be 30 days. It's going to be hard. But through the process, I'm going to renew and restore your health. You're not going to see that number on the scale move overnight. I need you to throw away the scale and I need your eyes focused on me because before weight loss can happen, I need health to happen when you're, because here's the truth. Weight loss actually happens when you, weight gain actually happens when you're unhealthy. When you are eating all of the wrong foods, I call them in the Seekers Method, the sad foods, the standard American diet foods. When you're doing that, your health begins to be compromised. And a byproduct of that is weight gain and us walking around in our fat pants so weight loss can only happen when your health is restored. And that's why that's why it takes so long sometimes because some of us have to detoxify. We are undoing the patterns of this world even in weight loss. Weight loss becomes a byproduct of restored health. So get the big picture right now. God is basically saying to you, it's going to be hard. It's going to hurt. It's not always going to taste amazing because the world has sold you a bill of goods. The, the world has told you quick and easy weight loss. You can do it in 30 days. Just, you know, kill yourself every single morning by chasing the number on the scale and counting calories and running walking 10,000 steps and doing this massive exercise every single morning, worship the world, face the world, do the things of the world, instead of saying, girl, no, seek him instead of the gym. Seek me instead of a number on the scale. Nobody's telling you that because nobody wants you to have complete transformation from the inside out so that your spirit becomes stronger, so that your spirit can tell your soul, your mind, and your will, and your emotion how to do life. And as a result, lead your body to transformation for God's kingdom, to be a witness for God's kingdom. Nobody's telling you that, but God is. He wants you to know this is going to be hard. It's going to take a minute to lose the world. It's going to take even a few more minutes to lose pursuing the world, to get your body back to restored health. He is a God of restoration. He is going to restore you, but it's going to require your active participation in doing the hard things. Shift your attention to what God is doing and not what the world says that you are missing out on. 
The way you keep reminding yourself about this is through constantly focusing your attention on the daily on what he is doing through you and with you and in you and how it's going to require effort on your part, participation on your part every single day, sometimes every hour, every minute, perpetually praying. There isn't anything you can't pray about. I pray for God to take away my cravings to eat the kids mac and cheese while I'm cooking it. Oh, you know, I got to sample it, make sure it tastes okay. Girl, if you followed the directions, it tastes fine. Have your 12-year-old taste it. Have your husband taste it. Something I say to my clients all the time inside of the Seekers Method is when you don't feel like it, faith like it. And what I mean by that is when you don't feel like doing the things, the feelings don't come naturally. Girl, you are a Christian. You are seeing and walking and living life through your eyes of faith. When you don't feel like it, faith like it. Pray in every situation. Seeking God and not a number on the scale, that means seeking God every single day in every single way. Studying his word, prioritizing a relationship with him daily instead of a relationship with food and flavor. Remember, God was traveling with the Israelites and they still complained. And when they did that, they were harshly, punished. Could your inability to lose weight have anything to do with what you're thinking and what you're saying? Think about that for a quick minute. We can't think that we are exempt from all of the laws and rules that we read about in the Bible. Because for a lot of us, when we complain, it is often evidence of, it's kind of like it's kind of, how do I want to say this? It's kind of like a preview of a coming attraction. Like it's our logic prep for a temptation that we're about to give into. I've heard Joyce Meyer say this before that, you know, um, uh, what was it? When you complain, you remain, you know, that's applicable. Think about it. She probably got that from the Israelites. <laughs> but when we complain, it's often evidence of an approaching temptation that we're just setting our mind to. We're giving way to getting off of the narrow path that we're going to like just give into because we're marinating in our weakness. We're marinating in what we say. You know, our complaints, our perpetual inability to see what God is doing for us. We're constantly focused on, you know, what we don't have instead of what God is doing for us. So I would encourage you to really just put your attention wholeheartedly on God because the Israelites struggled. They didn't do this because their spirits were not faithful to God. They refused to obey God's laws and they forgot the miracles that God had done for them. Our complaining often has roots in one of these areas, our thoughts and actions and attitudes are, are, are all a result of that. If we know and we can deal with the cause of our complaining, it's going to take hold and it's going to grow in our lives. So I would encourage you to just pay attention to your words. Because like I said, when we complain, it's often evidence of an approaching temptation that we're going to give in to. Because we're marinating in what we don't have instead of seeing what God wants to do for us, even in weight loss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Real quick, if you're still here, you get to hear the bonus. 
I totally sent the podcast off to be published and I could just hear this being whispered to my heart for you. So the question is this, can your thoughts really affect your weight loss? Yes, especially if you are complaining and expressing doubt or even feeling, even fearing failure. Your thoughts affect your feelings, which lead to your words, your words, which which lead to your actions, and that is where your results come from. Take those thoughts captive. Make them obedient to God's word. If you complain, you very well could remain even in weight loss.